Terrence. Got it! Mahogany. What you want, fool? Jeff. Uh-huh. Man, Jeb. Reborn. Yeah. Ah, Jeb's here. Jeb never goes away. <laughs> Always in the back of my mind somewhere. Oh, that's a little creepy. You got like a dark half thing going there. I got a goblin dark passenger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like fantasy Dexter. And that's oh. why I started collecting chicken bones. Yeah, chicken. <laughs> I know people aren't going to hear this right after we record it. Uh, but that new Dexter is about to come out. Yeah. But that last season hurt me so bad. I just don't want to give Showtime money to watch it. Yeah. Oh, is it's, it bad? It's like if they, like, like the new uh, Game of Thrones show that's coming out. I don't think that's going to do well. No, probably not. It's too soon. After <laughs> a shitty ending. Everyone is hurt still. Everyone's like, <laughs> it was a cultural it was and I'm happy that it, it ended not because it's over but because it did what the books haven't yet <laughs> yeah. ended it ended yeah I've, I got a conclusion even if I'm not a big fan of that conclusion at least it's over with I don't have to wait anymore uh, I got tired of Dexter's sister so I was happy that it was over yeah, well, spoiler <laughs> got on alert, my fucking nerves. she died at the end of the last season did she? I don't even remember that. I just know that the show's over and I don't have to see her again. She died and her murderous brother took her on a boat out into a hurricane. And then when the screen fades back from whatever, he's a lumberjack. Now, and he's okay. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm okay. I sleep all night. No, I, don't I like being jam. about the show now. I did not realize it was a pun this whole time. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, he's, he's a lumberjack, and he's, he's okay. okay. <laughs> I think they were worried the guy was going to die of cancer. <laughs> that's why they could finish the show up so quick. What guy? The, the Michael main C. guy. Hall. Did he yeah, have the, cancer? Yeah, he had yeah. cancer for a couple of years. Well, I didn't know that. He, mm. he was fighting cancer the whole time he was doing Dexter. Oh, oh. dang. He was like a Spartacus that actually made it. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkle Tush. Sparkle Are you going to plan on watching Wheel of Time? Yes, uh, probably. Yes, as Wait, soon if... as I make enough money to get H, uh, Prime again. Okay, it's on Prime. I was, I was mm-hmm. afraid it was on something I didn't have anymore. Weekly release, too, which I'm actually uh, a fan of for some shows. Mm. They have spent about five billion with a B dollars on that show. Damn. One B per season. <laughs> They've already already like greenlit it for five seasons. Yeah, because Jeff Bezos has the numbers of who ha- how many times Wheel of Time books have been downloaded. Mm. It's a lot. I remember Amazon was a bookstore. It's a <laughs> yeah. huge popular series. Yeah. Maybe I can actually find out what the actual story is because I've never been able to make it uh, past one and a half books (laughs) without feeling completely daunted. I've never read it. The story story is kind of basically a big bad evil guy wakes up. Prophecies, magic, a lot of tired old fantasy tropes, but it's uh, the characters are well written, well done. 
The problem with like a lot of the, the tired old fantasy tropes you're talking about is when this series was new, you know, people were just getting back into that sort of thing. So it was kind of fresh. Then it took him how long to tell the fucking story? Like <laughs> He didn't finish it. He died first. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brandon Sanderson finished it. And I like a lot of his stuff. The, the last three books of the season, series are really well done. Really well written. Hmm. And those are Sanderson. Oh, three? Those are the ones I haven't uh, read then. Oh, okay. You haven't finished it? No. I, I I grew up with it as it was coming out. I kind of was following it. Um, I, I, I didn't, of course, read it when it first came out. I read it like after it was already had like six books out. <laughs> I, I started going into it. And then they're all meaty books too, right? They're not like, yes, yeah, they're yes. all pretty big books. Yeah. Yeah, about a thousand pages each. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. Like each audiobook's like 35 hours, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like I missed uh, one of the Way of it's Kings good. books, and it's one of those, like it's a 54 hour listen. Yeah. I missed one, and the new one came out, and I was like, that means there's a hundred hours that I need to catch up on this. I just, I, I kind of fell off from it. I'm with Jeff. It's too much. <laughs> oh, when when you drive all day for a job, audiobooks, man, they are a lifesaver. Yeah. Well, my problem was it was just waiting so long between the, when the next book would come out, you'd kind of forget where it like had left off at. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember the main story, but like you know what had happened in the last part of the last story right before this next book came out. You'd almost have to go back and reread to catch, like, oh, mm-hmm. where am I at again? Yeah. You know. But I do, I did like how Jordan would write each chapter from a different character's perspective. I enjoyed that. And he had so many characters <laughs> that you could have an entire book and never repeat the same character's perspective. So that is a bit daunting. <laughs> that is that is some shit that I was already frustrated with with Game of Thrones, and that's only like five books so far. Uh, well, you know, I don't think Martin's going to make it. He's. I think that's his plan. He's just hoping to pass it off to Sanderson. This is dark, but but I hope I hope that he passes and somebody else writes it and does a better job because those last two books were god terrible. They were not good. They were not. They're not worth your time. I don't. Uh, those first three books, phenomenal. Four and yep. five, garbage. Garbage gonna writing. Us, gonna get us in trouble with the Martin stands. You know. I that. don't give a shit. If y'all read those books and like it, there's nothing I can say here to appease you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's. There was like a whole chapter of like Cersei being like paranoid that that Tyrion's in the wall somewhere, and I was like, okay, well that's that's fun. But it just it kept going back to it, and I'm like, move the fucking plot along. Like, I don't need to read eight more pages of this bullshit. I get it. Stop spoon feeding me what she feels. I understand. Can we just can we move on? Yeah. She's a paranoid, crazy person. Got it. There were so many times reading that series that it would I would get to the next chapter and it would be Cersei, and I'm like, ugh, (sighs) how long is this? And then I'd flip to see how many pages of Cersei there was. And then the next chapter was Sansa. And I was like, oh, God damn it. 
Y'all sound like me reading an Ari Salvatore book. I'm like, okay, story stuff, story stuff. Oh no, combat, combat. Let me flip through combat, 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 combat. Okay, here's the back. Here's the dialogue. Starts again. Let's see. One. I actually like Salvatore. <laughs> I don't dislike him. I just, you know, I, I just get frustrated with like trying to make heads or tails of all his very, very precise combat descriptions. Yeah. My God, please, I don't need to know this shit. He ducked okay. under the goblin's blade and upswept with his left hand uh, scimitar to slice <laughs> through his rib cage. And so it's uh, uh, Monster Hunter, but fantasy. Yeah, yep. well, Monster Hunter with swords instead of guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which he also just... writes a fantasy book that's a lot like that. But... Yeah, I think he probably like cribs a lot of that style from Salvatore, probably. It's action pulp that you read. I'm okay with it in yeah, small doses. Fun. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's do um, the RPG that we came here for. Shall we? Let's do our own action pulp. Yeah, where we are engaged because it's us by proxy doing it. So and to speak. it matters because to, it's to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least your dark inner self. When we last left off, everyone was uh, in the mouth of a cave on the side of a cliff. Alric was gloating because he had finally gotten the kill shot on a creature for oh. the first time in this entire campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Campering over the rubble and, and strewn rocks of an elemental. Yay! I am a valued member. Zarius was gloating because he survived. Barely, because the re the rest of his companions actually came down where he, where he didn't think they would. I know, man. We're gonna we're gonna look out for you. You're the guy who takes all the hits. I mean, unless we have to bust out the the portable hole, then you're useless. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> Oh, uh, that was out of character. I was just playing. Oh, okay. Good to know. Because I like poking Jeff. Uh, let's don't do that. <laughs> That's when I get that feeling. Oh, sexual healing. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Jeff likes to get his fuck on the bad acapella. <laughs> <laughs> huh? So just acapella. Yeah. <laughs> Is there good acapella? I'll get my fuck here. on to Rockapella from uh, Where in the World is Dude, Rockapella used to slap, man. <laughs> Do it, Rockapella. Anyway. <laughs> I remember that. Sorry. Yeah, the, the the sorry. All right, there's a dead thing here. Let me. Oh yes, let, let me let me let me let me set the scene for you where you are. Like I said, you're in this mouth of this cave, uh, looking like little more than a thin crack from the outside. It is actually a magically disguised um, hole in the cliffside, pretty large actually, large enough in this chamber where it can support a huge earth elemental that was standing guard. Uh, an earth elemental that has, as you discover, has been discovered in the past. 
However, not much got past it from the looks of it, as there are a number of uh, corpses of various ages. A lot of them, a little more than powdered bones, uh, but oh, some yeah. of them, some of them, uh, being a little bit more fresh, probably within the last twenty or twenty-five years or so. Jeb's going through their pockets. All right. Um, the thing stomping around here. You see, there's a lot of equipment. Was a lot of equipment on the ground, but the 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 earth elemental over the years has ground a lot of the stuff that has been lying around into a virtual powder. Uh, with its footfalls, however, you're able to glean a good bit of um, coin and other treasure items from the area if you take the time to do it. Yep, detect magic, and also while that was going on, I remember I was doing uh, the earth shape. Yeah, he was going to break us in. And you wanted me to um, make a sculpting craft, I guess, a craft check. That would be a 19. All right. And you were, what were you trying to do to it? I don't remember why I even called for that. I wanted, I wanted the outside because remember it was illusioned. I wanted the actual stone to go past the illusion so Ah, that. I see, I see. So it actually covered. Yes. Cover the top of it. I see. All right. If yeah. you if you did just like a lattice work of stone across the entrance so that you don't have to cover the whole thing, but just like make it so nothing human size could fit through. No, it still would detect magic though. Whereas He's trying to I cover up the, the actual uh, illusionary illusion. image. That's right. <sighs> Where are you, my dungeon? How how thick does the stone have to be to hide the illusion? Not very. Not, it just has to go past the illusion. So it can so be I like thought you could still detect magic through stone, through a certain amount of stone. As long as it's like less than six inches thick, I'm pretty sure. Um, no, that's just me being nitpicky. I apologize. It is. Yeah, that's really... Just bring it all to a standstill. Yep, grind it to a halt. <laughs> it's my middle name, by the way. Aaron, grind it to a halt, freaks. Oh, your parents are fucking Nostra goddamn Thomas. <laughs> well, they were, they, it was about their marriage, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so let's see what survived over the years. Um, you detect magic. You find, in good condition, uh, a plus one chain shirt. I'll just go ahead and give you the. Since you have a powerful wizard there, who can help you pick things out pretty easily once you want to see a witch. <laughs> and that. No, and I just. What, what was it? Oh, yeah. Plus uh, one chain shirt. Thank you. Plus one chain shirt. Um, a very old uh, potion satchel that had been tossed to the side, which contains two potions of um, cure serious wounds. Huh, didn't help him. <laughs> two potions of bold strength, uh, one potion of lesser restoration, and about five other potions that have been shattered or the seal has broken and they've evaporated over the years. Hmm. Question about those bull strengths. The Katobal Pass Eyes. Katobal, yeah, yeah I, I said that right. Katobal Pass Eyes. Um, weird syllables. If I knew, I remember you saying something about if you 
is it making a potion with it or if you consume one of the eyes with a potion uh it's if you use it as a component in casting the disintegrate spell it maximizes the spell oh and it was the spikes that you could grind up to enlarge or extend full strength yeah well you use them as a component yeah Okay, but it's not like, oh, I'm going to just chew on this bone while I drink this potion. And... <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid not. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's for the potion at all, so when you cast the spell. Yeah, you can use it to as an ingredient to make the potions, or whenever oh. you cast a spell, you can... Like, it's one of the many components that can be used for brewing uh, bull strength potions. Ah, okay. But if you're actually using it as a spell component, it empowers the bull strength. Gotcha. Or extends, Sorry. I believe, that was what I said. Extends, yeah. Yeah. Uh, see. Uh, in addition, you find a magical ring. Blah, excuse me. Urgh. Killing me. Spellcraft that Maho, our lady. You got the best one at it. Her name is Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> She's like a Pokemon. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yep. All right. Uh, this is a ring of water breathing. Ooh. Oh. Hmm. Um, also, uh, you find miraculously a uh, unmolested wand of obscuring mist. <laughs> Why would you do that to everyone involved? Uh, I want. I want one day uh, Matt Sweat to hear this and go, "God, I wish I was in that camp." <laughs> he says that already. Yeah, he does. So oh, does that's right. He hates playing heroes. He's a fucking terrible person. <laughs> uh, the it only has uh, twelve charges left, unfortunately. Twelve uh, more than we need. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm picturing now if someone were to cast obscuring mist, and you've got. You know, no flesh golem and zombie werewolves obscuring mist and then flesh golem and zombie werewolves popping out. That's a horror movie. And it is awesome. Mm -hmm. The uh, last find you have is a is a good find for um, casters, particularly people who learn spells from scrolls and things. Uh, you, fi you find three. What? <laughs> <laughs> you find a, a small um, container uh, tube. That has maintained its seals over the years and is only mildly dented. It has three scrolls, or rather, a scroll with three spells on it. Um, the one of the one of the scrolls is a scroll of prismatic wall, uh, a scroll of summon monster eight, Jesus, and a scroll of protection from evil, <laughs> which not terribly useful for you guys, but. Bullshit. I mean, it all depends. <laughs> depends on what that treasure looks like in the end. But after you recover yourself and uh, do a little bit of self um, self healing, I assume you guys are doing a little bit of patching up before you continue on. Mm hmm. I right. think we did right there at the end of the. Uh, all we right. did last time. All right, cool. Got a little bit of sexual healing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, we go we go in the dark caves, get horribly injured, and sort of masturbate until we're until we're done healing. It's just... You, uh, hey, uh, Pod, you got that polymorph spell ready? Oh God! 
I've got my grease. <laughs> I'm gonna vent just for a second. Sure, I'm sure. very excited for prismatic wall. It's an abjuration spell. Bullshit. <laughs> How? <laughs> prismatic wall is a fucking abjuration spell. <laughs> How? That's your, that's your school that you can't use, right? I don't know. It's, it doesn't matter if I use it or not. It's, it's just it's not an illusion spell, which means I'd be less good at it. And uh, uh, no, no, I could cast it, but you know, I mean, it's still an eighth level spell, so I'm not casting anytime soon. But I was very like, oh, that's going to save me money when I hit that level. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that seems stupid. I was right. like prismatic. Oh, that's the pattern seeking illusionist's yeah, dream. I was like, that's well, very I was just cool. That's our get our ass out of trouble spell. Yeah, I mean, I still want it. It's still a cool spell, but as soon as I saw abjuration, my penis got very soft. <laughs> no penis. No. 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 <laughs> it made that noise <laughs> every <weird>. time. <laughs> if your penis is making sad want want noises, consult your doctor <laughs> so he can laugh. <laughs> they love that shit. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Um, yes. So after you successfully loot the room, what lies before you is a dark series of caverns. Demomark turns to the rest of you. He's like, I don't suppose anyone has any cavern exploration experience and would like to take point. I got you. Oh, excellent. I oh. will uh, I will start heading down. Do we have any idea which direction we need to start? focusing in or is it just there's only luck. one <laughs> well thus far there's only one like there's just a cavern that leads down and to the north hmm. um Valric you also are really good with the trap looking for too right yeah <laughs> let's talk numbers here let's get down to brass tacks you're going first <laughs> Obviously, I'm going first, but would you be um, amenable to being nearby to keep an eye out? Uh, Ten feet behind you. That should be fine. Um, I got a 14 to find traps. What you looking at? More than that. Uh, 16. Okay. So we're we're close. Yeah. Is that what that was? Is that what that was about? You weren't you were unconfident in your fourteen. Yes. Okay. I'm glad um, you're. I'm glad you're honest. I'm not gonna lie about that. <laughs> I have no shame. Um. Also, I believe that if I'm within ten feet, you do a roll for me. If I don't catch it, me. Yeah. Secret roll was that. I don't know what that what is sort a of, thing. Oh, I just don't know if that's a thing you have. It's yeah. not a thing. I, I, okay. it, that is not this uh, archetype is different. I no. forgot. Uh, yeah, that's right. You went through a certain apotheosis recently. Yes, I have changed. Hopefully for the better. I'm gonna roll the die that looks like my new eyes to search for traps. This is a plus fourteen to this roll. Um, for the sake of moving the story along and because he's already making a face that's a bad roll, uh, can we just say that I stay close enough to give him an assist each time? Uh, sure. Okay. 
That makes it a 17. <laughs> I'm not a metagamer. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to slow this up with us both rolling a bunch. All right. Um. <laughs> For those uh, listening at home, that was a one on the die. Thus far, you spy no traps here in the uh, the dark cavern as you head uh, ahead. Uh, Demomark reaches into his mini, one of his many bags and pouches and pulls out a set of goggles and straps them over. Or after doffing his huge, comically ornate wizard hat, puts the goggles over his head and puts the huge hat back on. <laughs> and says, all right, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you can travel without any light. Yeah, I think the rest of us can see in the dark, right? I was hoping that was the case. Yep. Yep. So you lead on, and as you're heading down, the the path, of course, is here is um, damp. Like these caves are not necessarily dry. They're next to a lake, next to a waterfall, uh, below a seeping mire on the cliff tops above. So you you get a lot of like runny water occasionally, just just dribbling down the sidewall. Sometimes you'll get into a part of the, the cavern that is almost a small stream in itself that you have to wade through. But th- thus far, you're finding nothing in the way of traps or threats as you're going. It's just dark and abandoned. This is um, not the sort of thing that has been delved too closely over the years. However, you see just a shimmer of light reflected ahead of you uh, as the cave widens out. Do I specialize notice anything about this light? Is it um, shimmering light? Is it steady light? Uh, as you get closer, you you see that the light is, depending on where you're standing, visible or not visible. The um, as you're approaching, like as you if you take a few steps to the side, you can see the light, and it's such a tiny, tiny little pip of light in the cavern ahead that it probably doesn't give off any more than like a candle or a match would. And if you step too far away from it, you don't see it anymore. Or you step too far to the left or right, you don't see it anymore. So should we be angling toward that light, everybody? Do y'all uh, see the light? Let's see if they let's see. Oh, I guess I see it. Yes. Small, small thing. I don't suppose you want to run ahead and check it out, do you? Yeah. I'll scout ahead. Do I have oh. room enough for my wings? Uh actually the cavern is pretty wide, but um, it's not like basically it's like 15 by 15 is the cavern at this point but it looks like it's widening out a bit as you, as you are heading toward the light though so you could probably gain a little altitude if you wanted to try and fly yeah i'll i'll try and um fly as stealthily as possible all right give me a just pre- so i don't have to keep looking on the ground for traps and stuff i just fly toward the light to scout ahead all right, uh, give me a perception then. Better. It's 
uh, five on the die. Okay. For a nineteen. Nineteen. You um. You see Jeb get a a little hopping start as he begins to move down the cavern. His wings flap, and he begins to move rather rapidly uh, with a few flaps of his wings, uh, sending up a little gust of grit and water vapor. Uh, there, right before the last second, you as you're approaching the um the the light. Uh, you see <laughs> that now that you're closer, that the light is. Um, how do I describe this? With your words. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ever seen like um, uh, like a light bulb underwater in a pool? Yeah. 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 It looks a little bit like that. Like it's something. The li- the light appears to be in some kind of water, and um, immediately your mind connects the dots. You are looking at a massive gelatinous cube filling this um this chamber that you are about to fly into. So make a breaks. <laughs> make a yeah. Make a fly check for me. Why are these things in every dungeon we'll ever go in in this world? Yes. So I rolled it and it was cracked between a five and an 18. So I re-rolled it natural 20. Okay. Well, all right. You're able, 35. To, you're able to air break your way about uh, 20 feet from the thing. Uh, landing in a, a much larger chamber than the one you fought the go- uh, not golem, uh, elemental in. The creature, the thing is so big and weighty. Its cube-like shape is sort of bowed out. It's, it looks more like a, a bunt cake at this point, <laughs> given the the strange angles and the the weight, the massive weight of the, of the jelly. Now that you're this close, you can see what you've been looking at from a distance all this time. There are bits and pieces of armor and. Um, rocks, debris, all sort of things. You see uh, little bits of non-dissolvable treasure items, and indeed what you're looking at in the golem appears to be some sort of glowing amulet down further, or not golem, into the the cube is sort of a glowing amulet stuck in there amongst the thing, being being partially obscured by an old shield. All right, I'm going to plant my feet across on on the ceiling and fly back. Uh, well, you got the roll initiative for that one. Wouldn't this be a terrible tragedy to find out that this dragon's horde has just been food for a gelatinous cube this whole time? Yep. <laughs> it's eating everything! I mean, at least the really, really potent arcane items may survive, but all that gold and shit would just be dissolved to nothing. Doesn't don't uh, gelatinous cubes only consume like dissolve organic stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and so all that shit's just in there. We just gotta kill it first. What am I thinking yeah. of that, that eats like? Uh, I'm thinking of rust monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rust yeah. monsters, which can destroy gold. Like it does oxidize. Like <laughs> it just you know it just takes a lot longer for gold. Let's see. Let's do initiative, shall we? Real quick. Um, with Jeb. Initial D. Uh, that is an 11. Uh, save Valric. 10. Which I think against a gelatinous cube gives me a 50 50 shot of going first. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I thought, too. Uh, Zarius, what'd you get? Five. 
Five and Lady oh. outside. 27. 27. There it is. Uh, the cube <laughs> rolled a 17, giving it a 12. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Yay! I wonder I'm not going to get absorbed. Whose bonus is better? Probably Jeb's. Jeb won an 11. The cube goes. Oh, that's right. Oh. Uh, Shit. Y'all tied on twelve. I, I for some reason I thought I did too. <laughs> Your happiness just went away. Just <laughs> wilted. My penis just mm. went. Bum, 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 no, bum, my bum, penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the creature lunges forward with sudden goopy uh, s- speed. <laughs> um, goopy speed. Yep. And uh, engulfs you. <laughs> Doesn't it have to hit me? Uh, let's see. I believe you actually get a save against being engulfed. Hold on. Wait, Wait. he stopped 20 feet away. What's its movement? It's, it's movement? not its turn. It or is it gets a surprise around? Well, oh, he hasn't man. really alerted you guys yet. I was just getting your initiative before to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. I was going to say. I'm sorry. I should have, should have been clear. Um, this one is incredibly large, so its speed is increased by... Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, its speed is 30. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. It charges you as if to engulf you. Economic slam attack. There's a round of which it engulfs. Just want to make sure I'm doing this right so I don't get yelled at. And we will. It's a surprise round, right? Surprise. Uh, yeah, I guess. So when we get a standard or a move. No, no, it's not a surprise round. This is the initiative order. It just hasn't alerted. He hasn't alerted you guys of the danger. Several um, about, let's see. Flew ahead. <laughs> He's about 80 feet ahead of you. <laughs> hmm but if you would like to have an action where you don't know what's going on, I will give it to you. Lady outside. I mean, just go ahead and do your thing. All right, there. <laughs> so you want to kill Jeb real bad. I don't want to kill Jeb real bad. It's just, you know. Again. I just want to kill him real bad as well. Just an old Not hat, Jeb. You know? He just wants to kill Frakes' character. I don't hate I don't, ha- I don't hate <laughs> Frakes' character. I hate anybody in the front of the line, as you know from other campaigns. <laughs> Uh, so yes, you actually get a reflex save to avoid being engulfed. So it can engulf without hitting me, or you get a reflex save to avoid being engulfed. Gotcha. That is that is how the mechanic works. I was just curious. I, I don't know how. I don't remember how these things work. I'm telling you. Um, That's why I killed you last time. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. That's an 11 on the die for a 22. Yeah, 22 is fine. The thing lunges forward. You hear it. You hear its whole body ripple. As it um, basically just kicks up water, stone, debris, and just dashes in so far that it can do that. Uh, 30 feet ahead of you, you basically have to tumble out of your sitting position on the, on the ceiling to fall back as it were about 
10 feet. I'm just picturing uh, the good old Jello gelatin commercials. <laughs> see it wiggle, see it jiggle. God. <laughs> Jeb, it's your go, though. Uh, full withdrawal. All right. I guess just withdrawal. All right. And um, fly back as quick as possible. Make a perception check for me with a minus five penalty real quick. Okay. Minus five penalty. Is this for traps? It is or... not. Just give me, just give it to me and remind me you gave it to me. Well, I've got a lot of things that, that change and I'm trying to figure Basic out what the actual ass perception. <laughs> okay. So this will be a six plus 19. All right. Thank you. Uh, Valric, you did a full withdrawal. Did you have any uh, immediate actions or anything like that before you change? You mean Jeb? Yeah, Jeb. Sorry, Jeb, did you have any like swift actions or anything? No, just like, flying. Gotcha. Valric. Um, seeing Jeb frantically run back to the party. Cube? Uh, Gelandus Cube? And actually, uh, you guys with the dark vision kind of kind of see it move up into the into the frame of your your dark vision limit like you just see it wobble ahead and just like this huge wall of jelly <laughs> what do we know what do we remember about gelatinous cubes or do i need uh, to roll again uh no you've fought them before you know that they have a paralytics uh like slime mm-hmm. that if you were hit by it can um can basically knock you out for almost a whole minute if you if you're unlucky, um, you know that it's hard to see if you're not expecting it, which you have just experienced, or one of you have just experienced, and it's it slams in addition to slamming into you, also do acid damage. Well, like its immunities, it's immune to mind affecting, it's immune to crits. Yeah, it's it has uh, all the ooze. all that. Yeah. It has all the ooze traits. Yeah. See, let me let me get to the. Ooze traits, mindless. Yep, blind. Uh, so does tremor sense basically. Okay. Uh, was the other thing I was going mean, to. I'm into poison, sleep, paralysis, polymorph, stunning. Uh, not subject to flanking and critical hits. All right, yeah, that's another monster I am basically oh, worthless against. Oh yeah, not not immune to. No, it's not not immune to critical hits though. It's just immune to precision damage. There you go. Mm. Really? So I'm yeah. useless against it. That's what I, unless unless critical hits are precision based attacks, but I don't think so. I don't think so. No, no, no either, but that's weird. Yeah. Uh. Oh, oh, it's immune to, to sneak attack, but not crits. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. Shit. Uh, I will draw my wand of magic missile as a move action and I will blast it with that. Hey, that's one, two. Two damage. No, uh, I rolled a one, a one, and a two. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's plus seven three, damage. seven. Almost plus. minimum. 
Seven damage on the cube. And uh, yeah, that's that's my go. The cube is angry. Uh, wait, how far away is it from me? Uh, the cube, it, after its lunge, is about sixty feet. Okay, well then I'll as a I will draw that wand as part of my move action to move further away from the cube and then <laughs> blast it. All right, uh, Zarius, there's a cube. All right, I will get uh, cast my last flaming sphere at it, and uh, makes a reflex save. All right. Reflex saves. This guy really excels at reflex saves, you know. Yeah, no. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> All right. I rolled a six. That gives me a two. So. <laughs> Yippee ki Oh, Patty. How much damage does the, the sphere do? 13 points of damage. 13 points of fire damage on the sphere. <laughs> Um, let's see. Pod goes. Oh, I was hoping. I was really hoping there wouldn't be that. There's going to be monsters down here. <laughs> he finally begins casting some protective magics on himself, and we'll pass the turn to Lady Outside. How far away are we? You currently are sixty feet from the monster. Okay, I will move up to. Um, uh... <sighs> Let's see. Let's say I'll do a thirty-foot move. All right, that takes Put you out. In. That takes you out into the open chamber instead of being in the the narrow hall or the fifty-five, fifteen-foot cavern. So, how far into the hall? Like, how far am I into the thing? Like, if I had only moved twenty feet, uh, you'd be just on the be? edge. Twenty-five feet will put you in the chamber. For now, I'm going to get, I'm just going to move up 20 feet then. So that puts me within 40 feet of it. And um, you said it's only immune to precision damage, right? It's immune to a lot of um, mental effects as well. Um, yeah, but I mean like types of damage. And poison damage uh, doesn't do poison. Okay. So then, like, can it hear? Was sonic damage will do damage to it? Um, you make a make a knowledge make a dungeoneering check. Knowledge dungeoneering check for me. Well, that sucks. I only rolled like a ten on that. That gives me eighteen. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Those cubes are not complicated creatures. In addition to their normal ooze traits, it is immune only to electricity. Okay, so which is weird. It's not immune to acid. I just <laughs> no. Yeah, so fortitude save then. Uh, fortitude. Let's see, uh, chicken foot. Now you don't need the chicken foot. These rolls, shit. Uh, <laughs> I got his fortitude save was nasty. Well, his fortitude save is high, but it's me, so I, I, I only got a fifteen. Uh, cool, you fail. So you take all of the sonic damage. It's only nine sonic damage. Sonic. And um, if it can be dazed, it stays for a round, but I don't think it can be dazed. I don't think, no. Uh, nine, yeah. Nine sonic. I was lady outside. From my ear piercing scream. Ah! <laughs> the ear piercing scream goes. The cube goes. 
the cube lunges again um, and gets within striking distance of the lady outside. In and then it strikes. So how close does it get to me? How far does it move? Thirty feet. It moves. 30 it has feet. a. Wait, wait. Yeah, it, yeah, it has. Yeah, it, it's in striking distance at thirty feet. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, ten foot. Reach. Uh, this creature is a. Given the size of the cavern and the in the and the ooze itself is a gargantuan ooze. Indeed. So let's see. Uh, where's my attack? Lost it. There. Okay. Go. I have a twenty-one to hit. Just hit me. Okay. Yes. Shit. So did the ooze pass me? I don't know. Nobody no, it, knows. It would have passed you. Yeah, it would have yes. passed you. Yeah, I guess enough of it has moved past you to gender attack of opportunity if you'd like to take one. I would. I very much would like to try. Natural 17, All right. which is a 28. This thing ain't hard to hit, trust me. <laughs> So what is its reach, just to be It has a, clear. let's see, it has a 20 foot, or sorry, yeah, 20 foot reach. Okay. Um, max damage of 12. 12 damage. And I'm assuming because it is immune to sneak attacks, that means that I cannot make it bleed. No. By hitting it with a sneak attack. Yeah. So 12 damage. The best I can do. The the most we've done. All right, the cube was about to do damage. That's what it was. I was trying to remember what the hell was going on. Just kind of there. Oh man, that was a that was a shitty roll. Um, it's upsetting. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so the cube does. God, that sucks. The cube does 10 points of bludgeoning damage and four points of acid damage. So if you have acid resistance, make sure. Jab. Okay. Um, Does this thing fill floor to ceiling? Yes. Oh, it is floor to ceiling. Yep. It is scraping the ceiling up in here. Okay. Like the space there is the virtual space it takes up, like it's actual combat space. But it's like wobbles all over the place. It's just basically glooping and glopping around. Okay. Um, I would like to attempt to do a flyby attack. Flying around behind it. I, I forget I believe that, that it provokes though, don't it? I believe it would. If it's, but any any movement that I do is gonna provoke. Yeah. And staying still, I'll get involved engulfed. Mm. or it, it'll attempt to engulf me. But if I can hit it as I fly away, well, I guess I could just stab it and then fly away. True. Mm-hmm. So, but there's nowhere for me to go that won't provoke an attack. So, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to stab it. You're I'm, looking uh, for, you're looking for a seven. Then I do, I do mm-hmm. stab it, <laughs> and I do ten damage. Ten damage, and 
I can't provoke more than once. So no, you cannot. I will fly five. As far away as I can get. 15 misses you, so it's fine. Yes. <laughs> See. So 10 damage and I fly away from it. Valric. Magic missile. Magic missile. Hey, that's better. Three, six. 13 damage from that one. All right. Now we're now we're magic. Now we're magic yeah. missling. <laughs> now we're missling uh, with magic. We'll see how many of those I've got left on that wand. Let's see. The uh, wand's the MVP of this campaign for me. Is there uh is there anything else you're doing before I go to Zarius? Um Mm. Is there something else? I've got the that wand in one hand. Um, I think that's all I can do. Um, yeah, that's all I can do. All right. Zarius. I moved Flaming Sphere up to it and oh. make a reflex it. <laughs> what is the DC? I don't even know if I can make the 15. DC. Okay, I, I can actually make the DC if I roll a 20. I don't, so. <laughs> All right, so it takes nine points of damage. I rolled, I rolled three threes. All righty, cool. Let's see. <laughs> just... I was happy with my threes, but that was on D4s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Demobark finishes casting his uh, protective spells and basically assesses the situation and basically does what you're doing, only this time with some of his own low-level spells. So he casts a magic missile upon the beast as well. All right. Which does another... All right. It's not bad. It's not great. <laughs> All right. So yes, five magic missiles slam into this dude. Nineteen. Mm. Um, however, the creature is still up. However, you guys' magical blows and burns and slashes are kind of cutting into the jelly pretty hard, and the thing does not seem to be remotely stable anymore. Uh, Yurko, lady outside. Um, another fortitude save. Come on, let me roll above a four this time, please. All right, cool. Um, I have uh, 26. Alrighty then, so you're gonna take half of a very decent roll. Um, it is 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15. So you take seven. Plus seven. Uh, what, what kind of sonic damage. All right, more sonic damage screams across the cavern and basically vibrates the creature apart as your blow hits it, despite its attempt to die or to muscle through it. Uh, the creature splits like jello that has been left out too long and starts to lose its cohesion and begins to slowly sink and goop out across the cavern floor. Gross. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Delamark says, uh, the acid will become inert in a few minutes. I wouldn't go into this uh, chamber otherwise. Uh, I can't believe these things get so big in this part of the country. Yeah. Disgusting. Lots to eat, I guess. Is that the third one we fought in this this campaign? I don't think so. I think it's only two. The uh, other, they've just been so big. I, so, no? The other one was a pudding. Yeah, you bought a pudding, a black pudding in the um. A, no, no, that wasn't a black pudding. That was a gargantuan. Uh, yeah, the ti- It was a Titanic kind of thing. Oh shit! Because it was we a, fought. We fought a, a this one. We fought one that splits, right? Yeah. And then we fought one that was also in the um. Yeah, in the, the lab. Game. The one that, that that eats the bodies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hungry flesh. Hungry flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, we kind of oozes our kind of part of the environment of this area. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what? Ooze <laughs> crazy. And we did I, that, that whole campaign with Noob where they were all oozes. Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> was I there for that? Shot. Yeah, the Jello one shot. I, I, I know what it is, Terrence. What? Terrence, J- Terrence just realized, it's like, okay, I'm gonna put creatures in this campaign that Toker's characters are gonna be ineffective against. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me know what your spell list is, yeah. so I can know what you. Can't I knew this effect. when I made this character. I was gonna have combats that I really shined with, and combats <laughs> that I just am garbage at. It is. And you it have shined in a lot of them. All right. I have, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> werewolf fight. Boom! Yeah, werewolf fight was done. MVP. Uh, I found, I found fun little loopholes for that. Uh, the um, <laughs> elemental that we just fought. You know, there's there's things that I can do, but like when it comes to an ooze <laughs> or a construct, yeah. when they're mindless, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> time to pull out the old trusty magic <laughs> missile wand. <laughs> we need to we need to get you another one of those. I know I've only got five shots left. It's like I've got one revolver for the whole rest of the dungeon. <laughs> I do have the smaller 1d4 plus one magic missile. But I oh, just, so you know, it's a best. dagger. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll kill some time until that uh, acid is inert. All right. Yeah, you spend a few minutes um, just waiting around. You can smell the things that you can hear the hiss and bubble as the acid sort of like runs its course without whatever weird biological function keeps the ooze together. The stuff begins to sort of just go flaccid, go stale, go fizzy even uh, until it's nothing but just sort of a, a frothy kind of gunk all over the bottom of the um, cabin yeah, floor. I pull up my bacon soda and start putting it on the floor. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see uh, the cavern itself it contains basically nothing but rocks and little bits of metal that the thing has left intact over the years here the you gems just, yes. stick in it. oh yeah gems of course gems and coins um, that glowing gem oh, yeah there is also the glowing thing so if anybody's detecting magic of course. All right, make a perception check as you search the cavern. Uh, 16 plus 13, 29. All right. 
Um, let's see. Okay, so yes, you find immediately. You find because it's, it's glowing. The, the creature or the amulet that you that you that led you towards the cavern. Uh, let's see. Basically, you, when you pull it up, there you you pull up. It's like a it's on a silver chain. It's got basically just a very basic, large yellow um, gem at the bottom of it, a yellow one uh, that gives off a little a dull yellow light. Give me a spellcraft check. Not so great this time. 22? 22. Uh, let's see. I still got 25. All right. Well, between the two of you, you guys figure out this is an amulet of elemental strife. Uh-huh. Never heard of that. Uh, let's see. I could send you the link if you want, but I'll describe it here. Uh, this amulet shines brightly when brought within 30, 60 feet of an outsider with the elemental subtype, shedding light as a torch. The amulet glows a different color depending on the subtype of the elemental or elementals present. White for air, yellow for earth, red for fire, blue for water. If more than one subtype is present, the gem flickers back and forth between the appropriate colors. The wearer gains resistance to five, uh, resistance five against a single energy type determined by the subtype of the closest elemental present, which is kind of neat. That is neat. Um, yeah. The- <laughs> If the closest elemental present uh, presents multiple subtypes, the wearer may choose which type that they gain. That's very cool. Uh, the amulet also allows any attack made by the wearer to bypass the damage reduction of such creatures. Ooh. That is the that is that is the big draw for this for melee people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty handy. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, it's as as much as I would like to have it for its resistances. It's going to be better suited to Jeb or Zarius, who might actually be in melee. There's, I posted the link to the atom on uh, archive of Deathus if you want to get. Okay. Oh, but in addition, you find another a number of other magic trinkets. Um, a, a wavy dagger plus that is plus one. Uh, you'll though it will have to be. Um, Repaired because all the leather on the handle has been eaten away. Um, you find uh, a smattering of magical gems. Magical gems. <laughs> yes. The um, basically they're they're little gems that radiate a magical aura. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, if you want them further elaborated on, I will need to see if your character is familiar with this sort of thing. Knowledge arcana, please. Hmm. Or nature. Uh, ooh. Um, For some reason, my nature is a lot higher than my arcana, so I'll go with that one. Ooh. Weird. Well, either one. 24. 25. Oh. Uh, 28. Knowledge nature. I don't know. The exact same as, well, 24. The exact same as what Zarius thought he had. Okay. 
Uh, these gems are um, crystals, uh, cr- the crystalline version of Ori Halcon. It is a, it is a specialized kind of gem slash. <laughs> in the same way that salt is a metal, <laughs> these things can be. These crystals can be forged into weapons and items. They would. They they have inherent magical properties and make make making them into magical items makes the magic items cheaper essentially it's basically if you use these crystals while making magical items it will reduce both the time and cost simply because of their inherent powerful magical nature oh it's a magic item coupon it is kind of a magic (laughs) item creation coupon (laughs) you guys find which apparently uh someone i was carrying a small pouch of them at some point before they died and got digested about 3,000 gold pieces worth of them. Uh, beyond that, everything else you find is coin and gem if you're going to spend the time picking through the, the leftover sludge. Maybe on the way out. All right. <laughs> well, before we go any farther, I think Zarius and Jeb need to have a conversation about who gets that ambulance. You can have it. So- <laughs> No, I was just thinking because um, I already come with some resistance. It'd be cool to have, but well, you it, were really pitiful last time not being able to do any damage to the thing that we yeah, were fighting. That, that elemental had DR10. Yeah, and I went, Tink, uh, I'm out. And this reduces their DR by five, you said? No, it ignores it. Oh, yeah, that's hugely powerful for yeah, him. Yeah, it's a very powerful uh, object for for uh, fighting types to have. Yeah, because I also have spells that I can use as fallback. Yeah, for for me. So and I got a pointy stick. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> a pointy stick. <laughs> I'm I, I'm not completely greedy. I, I appreciate it. Uh, this will help all of us, I believe. It's very diplomatic. It'll help me to do damage <laughs> against our enemies, so it will help all of us do damage against <laughs> our enemies. Now, this won't make it so that I can do sneak attack on elementals. No, it just, it just helps help you me to actually bust through their resistance damage yeah. to them. Cool. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm. A, I need to take a quick break to use the restroom. Thanks for listening to this Treasure Hall episode, everyone. Treasure Hall! Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us on all your favorite listening devices. Like, it doesn't take a lot of pee. All right. Check out (laughs) www.homebrewdetritus.com. I went to that. Stop it! (laughs) Accurate. Yeah. (laughs) This has been Raiders of the Lark, a Homebrew Detritus production. You can find us at homebrewdetritus.com. You do not have to put in the www. Thank you so much for listening.